Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day, no matter what part of the day that you're in. As always, it's currently 10.32 p.m. I feel like I have to get some stuff off my mind. (laughs) First off, I am so sorry. (laughs) It's been a minute. It's been longer than I expected. I truly have been wanting to record a podcast since two, three weeks ago, whenever the last one was, but life just got the best of me, I'm not gonna lie. And so here we are finally doing it. I think I'm gonna have to change my postings instead of weekly to bi-weekly. And if I'm late on that, I'm sorry in advance. I really am, please forgive me. It's not that I don't wanna talk to you guys and just talk, it's just that life is busy right now more busy than I expected. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it, but I will talk about it. So basically, instead of doing like a highlight, low light, looking forward to, I'm just going to kind of sum up what's been going on because I feel like I get cut short of what has been going on when I just focus on one thing. So to be a doctor, you have to take the MCAT, which is a dang near eight hour exam of everything that you learn as science related in college, basically. I wasn't going to start studying for it until December. Turns out I should start studying for it now, little by little, considering how little content I currently remember. So I've been having to look into that. And then instead of like graduating early for sure this semester, I might like just be part-time next semester to still get financial aid. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. So I have been trying to figure all of that out. And on top of having three exams these past few weeks, just trying to keep up with my workout schedule, study schedule and work schedule. It's been pretty crazy. I've been a very busy gal. I don't know if I like it or not, but we're making it. We're making the most out of it. I do want to say I highly recommend if you are trying to get into like working out and like this is a shameless plug. I wish I was sponsored because it's absolutely expensive ridiculously expensive is the bloom nutrition, which is pretty big on TikTok. Their pre-workout I have been using Bloom Nutrition's pre-workout for about like three months now and I have noticed a stellar, stellar difference in my competency to like keep my energy up at the gym. I use the high energy pre-workout specifically. I've tried strawberry lemonade, which is really good. And I'm currently trying Bahama Mama, which is really good. It's like a pina colada juice. Yeah. Let me put y'all on that. If you have, it's like 30 to $40, which I know is absolutely expensive, but I think it's honestly worth it. Like I feel like I get more done in the gym and like feel more accomplished after because I'm like actually heavy sweating and I don't, I don't sweat easy. Yeah. If you're looking for something like that, highly recommend. And also this coming weekend, well, I don't know when I'm going to post this, but the first weekend of October is signals my boyfriend's birthday month. He's turning 22. And so I've been trying to get prepared for that too. And so my bank account looking real low and all these little factors. I'm sorry. This is my apology for taking so long to post. And that sums up what's been going on. Speaking of my mans, we're going to talk about love this episode, which if you know me, I am one of the corniest people you will ever meet. And I am so proud to be a hopeless romantic if you ever want to talk about love i love talking about love because it's just a great feeling such a great feeling that's kind of what we're going to talk about today i think i'm gonna go into like many more episodes regarding like relationships because trust me trust me sweetheart i've had my fair share of experiences so i have much to tell and hopefully many ways for you to avoid 
some of the experiences I've had, you feel me? My main goal, I think, with this podcast is to like put you in a position to do better than I did at certain points in my life when I really needed someone to help me out of these funks, whether it be relationship-wise or self-confidence-wise, whatever. That's kind of what I hope this podcast is doing, giving you some perspective on kind of what not to do based on my experiences and what I've learned and what I think and my thoughts and my ideas. I'm going on a tangent. Let me tell you. So speaking of my man, like I said, he is great. So for those that don't know, Sam and I have been dating for almost four years this November, which has been crazy. It feels time flies, honestly. And before Sam, I had my fair share of of experiences, that's to say the least. And so just reflecting based on where I was versus how I am now with him and just the difference in relationship and like comfort, honestly, in myself and in our relationship, it's insane. Absolutely crazy. So that's what I'm going to kind of talk about today. I want to talk about entering a relationship, but I think a lot of the things I say kind of goes hand in hand with being in a relationship. I'm titling this finding quote-unquote the one because I feel like I'm gonna debunk a lot of things people say when looking or pursuing or in the beginnings of a relationship but it could apply to people further along in a relationship or whatever blah blah blah. I'm gonna pull a Dr. Phil today okay a Dr. Filipina I just came up with that that was pretty good Dr. Filipina Meganya Bouchard let's just hop into it because Like I said, I love talking about love and here we are. And there's going to be many more episodes on love. I'm telling you that right now because I am a fiend. I am very, I'm a cancer. If you're into zodiac signs, cancers are very emotional and loving and that is true for me. So to get started. Okay, when people say there's someone out there that's perfect for you, pause, pause, hot topic, Megan, hot topic. I don't believe that. Mm, she said it I said it like I think everyone is perfect in a lot of different ways in like different aspects of their life of their life my perspective on that everyone comes from different portrayals of love when growing up to explain like personal example for instance the majority of my perception of a love and healthy relationship like marriage wise was kind of skewed because um, my dad left when I was in seventh grade and whenever my mom and my dad were still together it wasn't a very like affectionate physical relationship you know and even so like I still watch starstruck I still (laughs) starstruck was the first one that came to mind I still watched a lot of those Disney Channel movies high school musical Gabriella Troy I wanted that I wanted that love growing up I wasn't able to wrap my head around what exactly a healthy relationship should be like rather than taking away from the movies and so my first time seeing a very loving affectionate healthy marriage wasn't until meeting either some of my friends parents and not even that like maybe even meeting my boyfriend's parents his upbringing of his relationship that he's idolized as like very healthy relationship where His parents who literally have been together for over 30 years, got married young, and have been in love, are crazy about each other. Beautiful. A beautiful relationship to sum it all up. And so when people say there's someone out there that's perfect for you, 
I think there's someone out there that can be, can achieve that sense of perfect for you, but there's no one out there outright perfect for you because y'all need to define what exactly that idea of perfect is considering your backgrounds and different circumstances on what your definition of love is like. That was a lot, but basically everyone grows up in different circumstances. Everyone has different idolized relationships on what they hope to achieve rather it be from a movie that they see it from or their parents or their friends parents whoever but not everyone has the same idea of what love should be like and so when you're finding a partner or finding quote-unquote the one i do not believe there's someone ready and perfect for you I think that you can get to that point and they can achieve that sense of perfection for you. But I think it takes communication and time. Just have those hard conversations. It does take talking. It takes communicating with your partner whenever you're comfortable releasing your past and like saying, well, I really like it when you do this because it makes me feel this type of way or I don't like it when you do that because it reminds me of this. And just like figuring out your own definition of love together your own definition of what a healthy relationship should be. And that's what I kind of think the sense of perfection is achieved, not from the beginning, but through time, experience, and possible failure. Because, I mean, you can mess up real bad and not even know you're doing something wrong when pursuing someone because of their own experiences. When you find the one, it's crazy. Like, it's honestly crazy. I just think it's such a beautiful thing when two people... From different circumstances and then being able to pay attention to one another learn from one another and from there despite your past despite what your previous definition of love was of what a commitment was you are able to redefine what love is for you guys based on your experiences but not letting it define your current relationship if that makes sense because every relationship is different Every relationship has different ways of going about things and how y'all understand each other. And so that's why I firmly believe there is no such thing as someone out there outright perfect for you. I think it takes time, communication, and effort. I kind of touched up on it like 10 seconds ago, whatever time it was. I talked about how not letting your past reflections of what a love relationship should be like let it define your current relationship because that's kind of something you guys figure out together through experience that kind of goes hand in hand with this other idea that i had in mind so whenever people say like forget your past relationships this is a new person just don't even think about your past which i have had someone say that to me and i was like okay like i'll just forget about the past (laughs) big mistake shoddy okay don't forget about the past like if you went through some boo-boo stinky stuff going on in the past don't forget about it i'm telling you right now do not forget about it you need to learn from those experiences and they'll come up especially when pursuing someone new do not forget about it i'm debunking that i'm destroying it let me tell you that you're not gonna forget about the past 
Because if something were to stick out to you to this day of something that occurred to you in the past, whether it be a toxic relationship, how someone treated you some type of way when pursuing them, whatever, that lack of comfort and however you were feeling in that moment of time is going to come back up. And whenever you're pursuing a relationship or figuring out this person that you're interested in, you're going to have moments where you're going to reflect and say oh wow this moment of how xyz is treating me is how old boy in the past used to treat me and it's gonna make you put up some walls i'm telling you right now do not forget about your past learn from it so that you don't project it onto whatever relationship you're pursuing and it's better for yourself too because when you realize what happened in the past and how you can learn from it and grow from it then you're able to present that to whoever you're interested in in the future and just let them know like hey some people did some stuff to me in the past or some people made me feel uncomfortable about this and this and then how they react to what you say can determine your future with that person if they're like ah well well, I agree with them. Oh, red flag, dip on them, boom, easy solution there. Not quote unquote the one. Don't forget about your past, but don't project it also. Let's say you were in a toxic relationship a few years, months ago. You think this person is interested in you, yet you're unsure because you're still kind of hurt from the past whoever it was. Going into a new relationship, it's difficult to not project what the old person used to do to you so let's say let's say tony was always on his phone you would glance at his phone not even trying to glance but like of course when someone lifts their phone you see the screen and you see that he gets like 30 snapchats from girls and that makes you feel uncomfortable or 30 snapchats from guys with new boy let's say he checks his phone and you see one snapchat from a girl you're obviously gonna feel some type of way unless you've already coped and healed from it of course like people grow and people are able to cope with their past which takes time if if i were in that position entering a relationship leaving that one i would put a wall up and be like mm, this guy is the same as tony or tonita time for me to dip time for me to skedaddle i hate men so when i say don't project it learn from the past but whenever the timing's right feel free to bring it up only when you're comfortable because i feel like that avoids a lot of turmoil down the road and if they respond to it like bro why were you looking at my phone like what's wrong with you red flag if i'm talking to you with care you should talk to me with care boom leave them it's nice to weed out those that's what i mean guys it's 10 57 i can't i need to go to bed <laughs> it's past my bedtime i was gonna say something else oh another thing i want to debunk i just this just came to mind when people say you need to know who you are before entering a relationship i agree but to an extent so when people normally say that i feel like it's so like mm, so booty no other word can come to mind because when people say that you need to be fully comfortable with who you are to enter and pursue someone or like be comfortable starting a relationship with someone that's a lot of pressure to put on someone or put on yourself in that matter i feel like no one is ever a hundred percent confident in themselves and if you are well, let me go shake your hand please because that's a great accomplishment but i feel like confidence kind of fluctuates given the day given the time given the circumstance and so no one is ever fully 100% knowing who they are whenever you enter a relationship people don't really talk about how you can grow not only together but as an individual I feel like when you find someone that helps you boost your confidence 
pushes you towards your goals, makes you feel like you can attain things that you probably don't even believe in yourself. Why would you not want to enter a relationship with someone like that even though you're not fully confident in yourself? That energy will rub off on you and that relationship will just flourish because this person is undeniably your biggest fan, your biggest supporter, and can only go up from there, hopefully. But you know, people are crazy nowadays and can let you down. But honestly, like, take the risk at that point. Because no matter what, when you come out of a relationship, you grow. It may not feel like it through a breakup or through a falling out. Every time you meet someone and get to know them on some degree, and let's say the worst case scenario is y'all fall off, you get to learn something from that, whether it be about yourself or about your taste and relationships, whatever. Whenever you're at your lowest is when you're at your highest for growth. Whenever you are struggling in the depths and are going through it, whether it be post-breakup or losing someone you thought would be there for a long time or someone you thought you'd get in a really good relationship with, those are your greatest moments for growing. So I forgot what I was talking about, honestly. What was I talking about? So I don't agree that you need to be fully comfortable in who you are before pursuing quote-unquote the one because you are someone your potential partner can help you develop and grow and that is a great feeling should i go on a personal anecdote i think i shall when sam and i first started dating i literally was the least confident person in the room i compared myself to my friends who were absolutely beautiful still are today who had much more confidence than i my face was full of acne i was a bit overweight yet i sucked in all day to make it seem like i wasn't I mean, I was a pretty social person, but individually, I was not confident at all. When my boyfriend and I first started talking and finding out our dynamic, he made me feel like I was the most beautiful person in the room. Here we are today, four years later, and I can still say the same thing because he was able to help me see things about myself that I never would have seen. Honestly, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't be as confident as I am today. And again, it fluctuates given the day, of course, but like knowing that he is 100% invested in who I am is a confidence booster in itself because it's like, dang, if nobody got me, I know he does. And that's on per. And that's on our definition of love. Back to point one. I love love. So yeah, you don't need to be fully confident in who you are to start a relationship or start finding out who you're into because that's something that grows throughout life and life is a journey day by day we take it baby life is a highway <laughs> y'all heard that did y'all hear that run <laughs> i'm just kidding guys stop can i tell you a little secret real quick off topic i was one of those girls that posted singing videos on instagram in middle school if you didn't understand what i just said you miss out yeah anyways <laughs> When finding quote-unquote the one, it can be really easy to self-sabotage. I mean, I suffered from this and I had a close friend of mine suffer from this who is also now in a flourishing relationship. So it's just given, I think it just depends on the situation, of course. When you are facing your past experiences and the feelings you felt on how someone treated you badly, it's hard to not lower your self-esteem in a way unknowingly when finding someone new or developing a relationship with someone new. You kind of... In are inclined to self-sabotage, overthink, 
and tell yourself it's too good to be true because why would someone treat you this type of way if they're doing something that you're not used to you know it's like oh people like this really exist odd you can self-sabotage in a different aspects like if everyone's going through life and are in different phases and have things going on so when i say don't self-sabotage don't tell yourself it's too good to be true depending on who the person is whether it be based on your past and it's something incredibly new that you never thought could be real or given the time frame of how he talks to you or given how insistent he is or she is i keep saying he i'm sorry i'm not trying to seclude anyone but you know like don't feel like you're not worthy of love because you are everyone is worthy of love love is a universal language everyone experiences it in some form at some point in their life so it's always nice to open up and give yourself that opportunity to experience it more sometimes we're so hard on ourselves as human beings that we think some things are too good to be true and we set ourselves up for failure because maybe that person was genuine and really wanted to pursue something and you really wanted to too but you were just like "Mm, this can't be right i'm not used to this kind of treatment like there's something wrong this is a flaw in the system who is doing this just don't be afraid to be open and vulnerable of course that's hard for me to say i can't speak for everyone but i mean where you take the greatest risk is where you reap the greatest reward i think that kind of goes with love because it's hard to put yourself out there and be vulnerable to someone and give them an inch when you've given others a mile even trying it is a big thing in itself megan just said like three pinterest quotes did you guys hear that that reminds me of that y'all know that video it's one of my favorite vines. I think it was a vine where she farted. That little girl farted and she's like, did you guys hear that? I think it's a ghost. I don't know what that was, but I'm scared. <laughs> I like that one. I like the laugh. I think that's pretty much my points. Yeah, I think those are my points for today. I really just want to emphasize that everyone has different experiences on what love is like. So when finding quote unquote the one or pursuing it or whether you're in a relationship, whatever, it's always beneficial to take a step back and try to see what they want from a relationship because what you want and what they want and what they define as love and what they define as affection may be totally different based on those circumstances I talked about in the beginning. I guess my final things to say is that you deserve love. You deserve to feel, this is like deep. I'm going to get deep for a second, y'all. But I truly believe that you deserve someone that makes you feel confident, not only in yourself, but in the relationship that makes you happy majority of the week of course every relationship has their fights and arguments whatever but maybe like you're waiting on the right person or you're beginning your relationship with someone or you're four years down the road 20 years down the road whatever this person that you choose to spend time and effort and care on should be someone worthwhile because you are an amazing person and you deserve love in all forms and i probably don't even know you but guess what I feel like I do. (laughs) I'm giving you a mental hug right now. I can give you a physical one too, because like I said, I'm very affectionate. I love hugs, but I can't really do that. Everyone is worthy of love and everyone is worthy of feeling loved and truly appreciated and cared for. So it's hard when you weren't really given 
an example of that growing up. And I hear you. I hear you. Just feel it out. It's not always going to be an easy road. Everyone sadly goes through heartbreak and letdowns no matter who it's with. Being able to put that aside and pursue something new or even just grow and listen to this podcast whenever you're ready to find a relationship, whatever the situation may be, is a great step in itself. And I hope it helped. I hope I made sense. Like, I hope I didn't make you mad or anything. Um, not my intentions. I'm gonna end it off, I think. I need to go to bed. It's 11.14 p.m. I have to wake up early, not to be a grandma. Yeah, thank you guys for listening with me. I always appreciate it. I love hearing feedback. I read my two little reviews on my Apple podcast and it made me all bubbly. I love when people give me feedback on what they take away from my stuff because sometimes I feel like I just be talking. I, like I literally do and I'm happy to do it. So thank you for listening. <laughs> you again are an amazing person and you deserve love and you are loved if not by anyone, by me. Not to be cheesy, but it's true. Okay, thank you guys for tuning in. See you hopefully in two weeks. I'm going to try my best, but life happens. So I apologize in advance if not, but I won't let you down. I'll try not to let you down. Love ya. Have a great rest of your week or two weeks whenever the next time I get to chat with you is. Ciao.